Hello everyone, welcome to Summit Church Fenton Online. I'm so glad you joined me today and I look forward to sharing the Word of God with you. I want to talk to you today about something that uh, I think that we all have to deal with at one time or another and it's it's anxiety or worry. And, uh, and I think everybody has had to deal with that. I know I sure have uh, over the many years. And uh, with that in mind, turn to Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark, the fourth chapter. I want to read some verses here, starting in verse uh, 35. The Bible says, On the same day, when evening had come, Jesus said to them, to his disciples, Let's cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, uh, they took him along in the boat uh, as he was, and other little boats were also with him. And then verse 37 says, And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. But he, Jesus, was in the stern, or he's in the back of the boat, asleep on a pillow. Now you think about that, this storm raging, and Jesus is in the back, and he's asleep on a pillow. And the Bible says that his disciples awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? So they said to Jesus, they said, Don't you care that we're perishing? Uh, The Bible then says that Jesus arose, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Now, It's interesting here that when they woke him up, again, you've got this terrible storm raging. And it is a bad storm, too, because, you know, some of these disciples, you know, they were professional fishermen and they were used to being out on the on the lake and storms coming up. But this was a bad one because, you know, it's like when you're, you know, you're flying in the the jet airplane. And I I don't do that very much. But, you know, (laughs) speaking about worry, you know, I. I have some bouts of that before I get on a big jet. And uh, uh, so maybe I'm preaching this message to myself today as much as anyone else. But, you know, it's one thing you hit a little turbulence and, you know, you know, uh, I get nervous or somebody sitting next to you gets nervous. But, you know, when the uh, when the when the pilots start getting nervous now, now you got yourself a problem, you know, uh, and, and that, at any way, uh, 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 that's what was happening here. These disciples you know, some of them professional fishermen. I mean, this is a bad storm. But you think about this. They're in the midst of a terrible storm. And Jesus, he's in the back asleep on the pillow. He's sleeping through the storm. And, uh, uh, you know, and they say to him, don't you care? And he answers, essentially, and essentially, he, he says to them, I don't care. I don't care. Now, of course, Jesus cared about his disciples, okay? He certainly cared about his disciples, but he was just not going to worry and be anxiety-ridden over the situation that they were in. And so, you know, when Jesus... Now, now he didn't say, I don't care. He didn't actually say that, but that's essentially what he was saying. He he wasn't going to be anxiety-ridden and worried about the situation, uh, and of course, he dealt with the situation. He said, peace be still. But of course, he cared about his disciples, but uh, he wasn't going to be worried and anxiety ridden and fearful like his disciples. Um, now, when uh, and, and really what this message I really just want to talk to you about is not being anxiety ridden, not 
uh, being worried and, and fearful and so forth and so on. Uh, but now by not caring, uh, by not caring, now I'm not, I don't mean being lackadaisical or not planning. I mean, we, we always, you know, we, we need to plan. The Bible, the same Bible that says to not uh, be worried or to, to carry care also says that we should plan and, and you know, uh, make, make plans for the future and so on and so forth. So we need to be planners. We need to deal with situations. We need to, you know, not have a lackadaisical attitude about, you know, not, you know, just, just, you know, not, not, not caring in that way. I mean, we, we do need to care about things in that we need to, you know, uh, uh, plan and so forth. But what I'm talking about here in this message is not being, not caring in a way of, of being anxiety ridden and worried, you know, and, and so many people are, we all have to deal with this. Uh, but you know, I think about, I think about, you know, living a lifestyle of worry and, and so forth. I, you know, I think about, uh, you know, I think about my mom, great mom, fantastic, but tell you what, she was a worrier. I mean, she really did. And, and she would, she would uh, worry about stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I remember times I would come into the house and, uh, and, <laughs> and I'd say, you know, I'd say, mom, I got something to tell you. And she, oh, oh my gosh. You know, she assumed right away that it was going to be something, something bad, you know, and, <laughs> and when the phone would ring, you know, when the phone would ring, she would go, oh my gosh, you know, I wonder what kind of bad news that <laughs> is coming. Now, she didn't do that all the time, but she did that a lot. Now, a great mom. I couldn't have had a better mom, wonderful mom, but I tell you what, she was a worrier, and you know what? The only person I ever met in my life that could outworry my mother was my grandma, and she was a great grandma, but uh, a great grandma, she was a great grand. She she was my grandmother, not my great grandmother, but she was a great grandma. You know what I'm trying to say. She was a wonderful grandmother, and uh, but it was my mom's mom, and uh, we called her Oak Grammy, and we called her that because she was from Oakville, and uh, and to distinguish her from my dad's mom, who we called Grandma, then my mom's mom we called her Oak Grammy because she was from Oakville. But anyway, she could out worry my mom. And so my mom came by the worry and honest. She got it from her mom. <laughs> and you know what? They passed it right down to me. And uh, I tell you what, I've been a worrier over the years and, and, and have had to deal with this. And my wife will tell you, she'll vouch for what I'm saying, that, that you know, I had to deal with, with, uh, with, with anxiety and worry. And, uh, and, I, and I, even to the present hour, I have to deal with it. And, uh, uh, but... Uh, but nonetheless, I tell you what, worry, I mean, worry, fear, anxiety, I tell you, it, it will, it'll tear you up. It will tear you up. I mean, I've been so worried about things over the years. Now, by the way, I'd say the majority of things that I've worried about have, have never happened, you know. And I like what one, one uh, person said uh, is real good. They said, worrying is uh, is like paying interest on a loan you may never have to uh, to, to to borrow. Now you think about that, and and true. I mean, I've worried about so many things. My wife will tell you, and most of them have never uh, come to pass or happened. You know, like like when I get on a jet, you know, I worry about that baby crashing. 
but I've been on many jets over the years. None of them have crashed, you know, and, and so, but, but all the worrying, you know, and, and it'll make you, I tell you what, it will weigh you down. It'll, it'll make you sick. And it'll make others around you miserable too. Just ask my wife because sometimes when I get worried and anxiety ridden, it makes her life miserable too. So this, you know, this, this worry thing, this anxiety thing, it's, it's a terrible thing. It'll weigh you down. It, it, I tell you what, it'll not just, just, uh, 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 make you sick emotionally, but it will, uh, it, it can make you sick physically, you know, if you don't deal with it. And so, uh, but here's the thing. Human beings are not created to carry care or worry. You know, you need to realize that God created us not to carry worry or to be anxiety ridden. And, uh, and we know this because there's, there's several scriptures in the Bible where, uh, where he says not to, uh, not to worry like Philippians 4, 6. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Or we could say it this way, don't be careful about anything. Now, again, you know, it's not saying that we shouldn't, you know, uh, be careful like when we walk across the street. That's not, you know, our, our, it's not saying we should be uh, lackadaisical or we shouldn't plan and uh, prepare for the future. No, no, he's saying, let's say it this way. He, the Bible says, Philippians 4, 6, don't, don't worry about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. It says, be anxious for nothing. Don't worry about anything. Now, you know, that's what the Bible tells us to do. Don't worry about anything. Uh, I'll say it again. Don't worry about anything. You mean about anything? About anything. I mean, we, we, we plan. We, we plan. Yes, we plan. And the, the same Bible that tells us not to worry about anything tells us to be good planners. Okay, that's not what I'm talking about. But the Bible says don't worry about anything. Now, that's easier said than done. Okay, I know. And I've been trying to, to get, I've been, I, I've been trying to do that all my life. And sometimes I do, sometimes I do real good with it. And sometimes I don't. But, but, uh, you know, but I tell you what, again, we're not created to carry care. And, and the Bible says, don't be careful or worried or anxiety ridden about anything. And that's what the Bible says. And that's what it means. We're not created to carry care. And, you know, uh, you know, Jesus, when we look at him in his earthly ministry, and there in that situation where we saw him with the disciples, you know, we read about it just a moment ago about going over, crossing over the sea and they got into that storm. You know, uh, uh, he, he wasn't going to be careful in, in that he wasn't going to be anxiety ridden. And, 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 and by the way, being worried, anxiety, it's fear, fear is hooked into all that. I mean, fear is really at the root of it is what it is. Fear is at the root of it. And, but he wasn't gonna, Jesus wasn't fearful. He wasn't going to carry care. And in his earthly ministry, we don't ever see him carrying, uh, care or worry. But it's interesting now that he's been, you know, raised from the dead and he's in his glorified body seated at the right hand of the Father. There is a part of his present day ministry, uh, that, that, that he has in his ministry. And it's this, it's carrying our care for us. Now, most people don't realize that, but Jesus has a present day ministry 
And there's many aspects to it, but one of the aspects to it is this. He is at the right hand of the Father. Well, the Bible says that he ever lives to make intercession for us. So did you know Jesus is praying for you? Absolutely. He's praying to the Heavenly Father for you. That's part of his present day ministry. Well, another part of his present day ministry is he's at the right hand of the Father much we could say about his present day ministry, but one of the parts of it, he's there to carry your care for you. And I know that because first Peter five, seven says this, casting all your care, all your worry, all your anxiety upon him, upon Jesus, because he cares for you. So you see in his earthly ministry, he wasn't carrying care. We don't see him carrying care at all. And the disciples said, don't you care? When they were in that storm, and essentially he said, no. He didn't carry care in his earthly ministry. Uh, But now in his present day ministry, glorified, raised from the dead, seated at the right hand of the Father, part of his present day ministry is to carry your care and my care, our worry and anxiety for us. So let's take advantage of that ministry and do what the Bible says here in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all, and all means all, casting all your care on him for he cares for you. Just like he cared for his disciples, he cares for you, he cares for me. And he says, to cast, the Bible says to cast all your care upon him. And when you do that, then you can be anxious for nothing. Okay? But we have to, see, we have to cast our care upon Him. We have to cast our care upon Him. We have to do it. Now, I'll tell you what, something else I'm I'm real good at. (laughs) I'm real good at this. I'll cast my care on the Lord. (laughs) And then within 10, 15 minutes, I go get it back. And I start worrying again. And then, you know, and then, you know, my wife will talk to me or whatever, or I'll think, think about, you know, what I'm doing here and all worried and anxiety ridden. And then I'll, I'll cast my care on the Lord and I'll go on for a while. And then next thing you know, I get, I go get that care back and, and just worry, worry. Well, you think about whose care is it anyway? It's, it's my care, but he told me to cast it on him. But if I want it back, I can go get it back. He'll give it right back to me. And I've done that numerous, I mean, umpteen times where I've cast my care on the Lord. I go on down the road just fine. <laughs> and then I, I go get that care back and start worrying some more. And, uh, but you know, we need to cast our care on him and leave it on him. You know, absolutely, absolutely we, 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 we do. And you know, you know, all the worry, all the worrying I've done over the years, it's never done me one lick of good. All the worrying my mom did, all the worrying my, my, my old Grammy did, never did them one lick of good. And, and I don't have the scripture in front of me, but I think the Lord said at one, uh, somewhere he said that, you know, put it in my own words that, you know, worrying, uh, I don't even know how he said it had something to do with, you know, by worrying. It's, it, I, I don't know, I can't, there's a scripture where he said that, that, uh, uh, you know, by, by worrying, you've never, uh, well, I, I can't get, anyway, he said, don't worry. Okay. So we're not, so let's put it this way. Worrying never, never, uh, you're never better off for worrying. Okay. And never, it, it doesn't, you know, it just doesn't do anybody any good. So, uh, it's never done me any good. Now, um, let me say this when we, what do we, 
When we cast our care on Jesus, now listen to this. When we cast our care on Jesus, that does not mean that Jesus is going to do our worrying for us. Okay? It doesn't mean that he's going to do our worrying for us. It means that he's going to take care of the situation. Now that's good. So, you know, that's so good I'm going to say that again. Uh, when we cast, I think what he said, as that scripture I was trying to remember a minute ago, I put it in my words, I think he said you, you can't make yourself any taller or shorter by worrying. And, and that's, that's true. I think that's what he said. But anyway, don't worry. But here's the deal. When you cast your care on Jesus, that does not mean that he's going to do your worrying for you. What it does mean is that he's going to take care of the situation for you. See, as long as we're carrying the care ourselves, then we got to deal with the situation, okay? And it never does come out good. But if we'll cast our care over on him, again, he won't do your worrying for you. He'll take care, he'll carry that care and he'll take care of the situation for you. And then we'll be, <laughs> while he's dealing with it, we can go on and, and sleep through the storm just like he did. You see, you see what I'm saying? So, uh, with, with that said, oh, and by the way, this, this is a good, a good verse here. He said in Matthew six thirty four. he said, don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus said this sermon on the Mount. He said, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, you know what? Truer words were never spoken. You know, there's enough to deal with today without worrying about tomorrow. So now he didn't say we shouldn't plan for tomorrow. Of course, we ought to plan for tomorrow. But he said, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So that's a good scripture. But but here's what I, I want to close this message with this. And, and I want to reiterate this. When we cast our care over on the Lord, what happens is, is again, he doesn't do our worrying for us, but he then is, is able to t- take care of the situation for us. And I know I have, now I've failed a lot with this worrying. I really have. And, uh, you know, I, as you can tell, I kind of, kind of make light of it, but it's really a serious thing. It's a really a deadly thing. Really. It's, it's a terrible thing. And, uh, but, uh, but be that as it may, I, I've struggled with it a lot. But there's been some times over the years where I, I've done better with it. And, uh, and, and, and it's proven to be uh, successful. Uh, and to illustrate here as I close this message with what I've been talking about, casting your care on the Lord and then Him taking care of the situation. I remember back, uh, oh, I don't know, I guess it was about 20, 20, uh, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago, whatever it was, about a quarter of a century ago, uh, we needed, uh, we had started a Summit Christian Church. We started it in our house on Summit Hills Drive, and then we, we uh, Bible studied, and it, we moved to the, to the Rockwood Summit High School, and we had met there for four years, and the church was growing, and we needed uh, our own place. We just really did. And I remember I started looking for ground. I started looking for ground, and I looked, I looked, and 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 I could go through the whole long story. I'm not going to go through it with you, but I'm going to tell you this. I was carrying care, 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 care. And I mean, I was looking, <laughs> I was looking everywhere for ground to build a church. And, uh, 
and just there was nothing nothing in the area and uh and, and I looked and looked and I could tell you a long story about it but I looked and looked and looked and worried 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 what are we going to do 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 <laughs> what are we going to do you know what are we going to do and uh uh but you know what long story short I got to a point where I said you know that's it that's it I'm not worrying about this no more if we have to meet in Rockwood Summit High School from now until the rapture of the church, that's what we're going to do. And I, and I, I quit worrying about it. I just, that's it. I said, you know, I just, you know, thank God we got the school here to meet in and I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about it. And you know what? It wasn't all that long after that, that someone approached us and said, you know, there's a, there's a piece of ground right up the road here. I'm looking to sell. Would you like to buy it? Very supernatural. But you know what? See, when I quit worrying, and I cast that care over on the Lord. And I really did. I mean, I failed in this subject a whole lot of worry. But that time, <laughs> that time I did, I did, I said, I'm done with this worrying. And I quit worrying. I laid it over on the Lord. And you know what? It didn't take long. And that guy came knocking on our door and said, Hey, you know, I got some round right up, right up the road. Would you like to buy it? And then we bought it and built Summit Christian Church. You see, I cast my care over on the Lord and he, and he, and he, and he took care of it. And then as we were building the church and, uh, we were going through the permit process with St. Louis County and, 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 and all that, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's a, that's an experience in and of itself. But, but there was, uh, there was one time there where the, the uh, one of the head inspectors came in and, and he told the the the, the uh, contractor he said he said that's it you're never gonna, he said we're stopping the project you're never going to continue on past this well you know I start where I go I start worrying 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 and uh, long story short but that I was I was successful again I, I worried day and night about that and then finally I just Lord I can't I said Lord I, I, that, I'm casting the care over on you. And that's, that's the end of it. And I did. I was successful that time. And you know what? It just not long after the thing, the, the wheels got rolling again. And, and that, that guy had a change of heart. And we, we went on and, and, uh, and, and he didn't bother us anymore. And the thing progressed. And then there was another time where I remember we had, had the church was under roof, but I remember we, we I still remember standing out on the parking lot by the one retaining wall and the, uh, the contractor threw up his hands. The excavator threw up his hands because he was still doing some excavation work out there. And, and the architect threw up his hands. The architect assistant threw up his hand. The foreman threw up his hand. And they all walked off and I'm standing there. And, uh, and I started worrying. I, I mean, I started worrying. I thought, oh my gosh, you know, everybody's throwing up their hands and we're never going to get this thing built. But you know what? I failed a lot with worrying, but I tell you what, this time I, I, I cast the care over on the Lord and I really did. And I did. And you know what? Long story short, God took care of it and it worked it all out. We got our building. We got in on time and everything worked out. So you see, this really does work if you'll do it. If you'll, if you really will do it and cast your care over on the Lord, he'll take care of it. And then I'll, I'll close with this story. I remember, um, for years, my wife and I, we wanted to build a house where, uh, you know, where I had grown up and some, some property, you know, that had been in our family for a long, my, my family for a long time. I won't go into all the details, but you know, we, we started back many years ago, we were going to build our house 
And, and, and I, you know, I, I knew in my heart I was supposed to build a house back on, on that ground that my mother, uh, you know, had, had owned. It was in the family and whatnot. But, uh, but, you know, I, I, I tried to make it happen. You know, timing is everything with the Lord. And I tried to make it happen, my wife and I, years before it was supposed to happen. And I worried about that and I worried about that and I worried about that. And, and we tried, we, we tried and, and everything we did had fail and fall, fall through. And, and, and then, so then we just kind of put it off and then some time went by several years and then we'd pick it up again. And, you know, we tried to, we tried to build that house, you know, and everything we did and, you know, and I'm worrying, I'm worrying, I'm worrying and how are we going to get, you know, and, 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 and so I know I'm supposed to build a house back there, but everything's fallen through. And, and, and then also there was a, a, a large piece of property that my mother had had that, that, that was in the family. And, and we had tried to sell that, uh, from the time I was a kid. And, and a large piece of property adjacent to the property where I was going to build my house. And we tried, we tried to sell that from the time I was, was probably 10 years old. All the way down, you know, decade after decade and a nice piece of property. And, and we couldn't sell it. We couldn't sell it. We, we could, and I worried about from the time I was 10, you know, my mother worried about it. I worried, we worried about that, trying to sell that ground. And it would never, it would never sell. I could never get the house built. But you know what? It got to a point where I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm tired of it. I remember I told my wife, I said, now we're going to stay right here in the house we were living in at the time. I said, that's it. I said, I'm not going to try to sell that ground anymore. I'm not going to try to build a house no more. I said, I'm going to just be happy right here. If I have to stay here until the rapture takes place, that's the end of it. And you know what? Now I've failed a lot at worrying, like I said, but this time I did good and I cast that care over on the Lord. And you know what? It wasn't that long after it's like a supernatural window opened up and, and, and this developer came along and he was, we had some ground. We could hardly give it away, a large piece of property, but it came, it became a linchpin between two other larger pieces of property and it connected two other larger pieces even. And that developer needed that by my mother's ground to put that, put this big land deal together. And so, uh, I quit worrying and you know what? It wasn't that long after that developer comes and he buys that property. And then as a result of that, we're we're able to build a house. And the house that we ultimately built, once I quit worrying, was, was, was just multitudes of times better than it would have been if we, if Diane and I would have been successful earlier on. See, timing with God is everything. But it's when I quit worrying about it is when you know, cast that care over on the Lord. He came in, took care of it. He, he took care of it good. It was good. And then, but here's the thing, see, as the, as the plan went on and the house was being built and, and everything, we, we hit some snags and we had a snag with the water in the sewer. And we needed to get water and sewer to the house. Now, you know, you, you got to get water and sewer to your house. But we were having trouble getting the water and the sewer to the house. And, and it, it looked for a while like, like it wasn't like it wasn't going to happen, and I worried about that, and I worried about that, and I worried about that. Uh, you got to have water and sear to your house. But I tell you what, I water, I, I worried about that, and you know what, I got, and I was getting sick over it, and you know, because we had the house was 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 under roof, but we didn't have no water and sear yet, and while and the, the contractor's building it, and I'm while he's building, I'm worrying. 
<laughs> and you know, I finally, I got to the point where I said, I'm done with, I'm done worrying. I'm not going to worry about this no more. And again, I failed a lot at this worrying stuff, but I cast that care over on the Lord and long story short, because this stuff really works. He cast the care over on him. It does. And I cast the care over on him. And, and long story short, uh, uh, because here's what I said, you know, I said, you know, I said, look, you know, <laughs> I'm doing the best I know that you want me to do, Lord. And, and it got to the point I just said this. I said, you know what? Talking about water and sir. I said, you know what? My grandma used an outhouse. <laughs> and she did. She used, she had the yellow pages out there. That's what she used. We use Charmin. She used the yellow pages. I know. <laughs> I, cause I used that outhouse some when I was a kid. My old Grammy. And, uh, uh, <laughs> And, and uh, I said to the Lord, I said, you know, she used an outhouse. If I have to build an outhouse, <laughs> I just use the outhouse. And uh, and my my same old Grammy, she had a, she had a cistern for water. And if I had to just go out, and, you know, set the water out and catch catch the raindrops, we'll just get our water that way. But you know, I, I'm not going to worry about it no more. And I quit worrying. And you know what? Long story short, guess what? <laughs> that developer that bought my mother's property. I, he approached me, worked a deal with me, and, 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 and just and as a result, he brought the water, water lines, uh, 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 county water, and county sewer right up to my front door. <laughs> he brought it right up to my front door, and, and it didn't cost me a dime. And, and it would have cost me a whole lot of money if I could have even got it. You see, God worked it out, but it wasn't until I cast the care over on him and left it there. And then I tell you what, if we'll cast our care over on the Lord, he can do wonderful things for us. So, but I, so I, I failed a lot at this worrying. I have to deal with it all the time. <laughs> Not all the time, but a lot of the time. But, uh, but if you'll, if you'll do what the Bible says and cast your care over on the Lord, he cares for you. And when you cast the care over on him, that's part of his present day ministry. He'll take that care. He'll carry it for you. And then he'll work your situation out and take, he'll take care of it for you. So, hey, I hope this helped you today. Uh, I feel better now than what I started. So that's good. So, so, hey, don't worry. Don't be anxious for anything. Don't worry. You know, God's got things in control. He does. If you'll just trust him and do do everything you know to do, what he's told you to do, and be a good planner and all of that, but then don't worry. And uh, if a situation comes up where you do start worrying, take it from me. Cast your care over on him. It really does work. It really does. So, hey, I hope this helped you. If you're out there today and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, hey, repent of your sins and say, hey, Jesus, come into my heart. If you'll do that, he'll he'll come right into your heart. And you'll miss hell. You'll make heaven one day. He'll make life worth living in the meantime. And he'll carry all the worry and anxiety and care for you if you'll cast it over on him. So, hey, God bless you. And I will see you next week with um, another message. God bless you. And don't worry. Cast your care on the Lord. He cares for you. All right. Bye-bye. We'll see you next time.